Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading Morning Star from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with number 69, chapter 8, part 1, pages 149 through 151. Chapter 8, concerning the virtue of patience, on patience and its examples left to us by the Blessed Virgin Mary. According to St. Augustine, patience is a virtue enabling us calmly to endure difficulties and misfortunes that happen to us through no fault of our own. Such events include damage to our earthly possessions, offenses, and slander. Also, whenever we endure without complaints, physical ailments, illness, or even danger of death, we gain the virtue of patience. Seeing that adversities and troubles usually produce anger, sadness, and perplexity of spirit, therefore the preservation of a calm and cheerful attitude in difficult situations is a sign of the virtue of patience, just as checking anger is a sign of grace, and the restraint of hatred a sign of mercy. The virtue of patience has many levels, but they can be combined into three main ones. A person achieves the first level as he neither wishes for nor seeks irritating and difficult-to-bear situations, and even tries to avoid them. However, as they occur, he prefers to bear them rather than to sin. Already, this first level is praiseworthy and directed by the Lord God. It sometimes happens that a man who has been slandered or lost a loved one or suffered damage to his property becomes sad and expresses his pain aloud. This does not mean yet that he has lost the virtue of patience. Neither does he lose it as he tries to look for a way to remedy this evil without falling into desperation, as long as that does not lead to committing sin or injustice, such as, for instance, seeking a doctor's advice and following his treatment plan when ill, or mourning the death of a loved one without cursing and disordered, disordering, disordered emotion. No one acts against the virtue of patience if, desiring to remedy evil, he does it without committing a sin and only uses the means that agree with God's commandments. St. Augustine writes, Those are patient who prefer to endure evil than to commit it, rather than, rather, rather not than who, those who prefer to do evil than to endure it. That's from Augustine's writings on patience, chapter 2. A higher level of patience is a state in which the man not only calmly endures bad incidents, but receives them with a glad spirit, for he knows that God himself sends them upon him. Therefore, even though he could avoid them without committing a sin, he does not do it, unless his duty requires otherwise. If he reaches out for preventative means against evil, he does it only when he is certain of agreeing with the will of the Almighty or his spiritual superiors, as it is, for instance, in taking medicine during an illness. The perfection of this level of the virtue of patience consists in accepting, out of love of God, the troubles sent upon us, 
and being ready to accept them, not only when bound by commandments, but also whenever we believe that by doing so, we will please God more. The third and highest level of the virtue of patience consists in longing for suffering and carrying the cross of sorrows out of deep love of God and a desire to imitate Christ. Therefore, the patient man rejoices whenever such an opportunity occurs, for our hearts swell from joy as we receive something for which that we've been longing. St. Paul placed patience among the gifts of the Holy Spirit. That's from the letter to the Galatians, chapter 5, verse 22. Because enduring sufferings in the name of Christ in peace and with a joyful spirit is a blessing and the fruit of the work of the Holy Spirit in our hearts. St. Peter also encourages us to endure sufferings. Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal which comes upon you to prove you as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice in so far as you share Christ's sufferings, that you may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. That's from the first letter of Peter, chapter 4, verses 12 and 13. This salvific principle was put into effect by St. Peter and the apostles when they were scourged at the order of the Sanhedrin. Then they left the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer dishonor for the name. That's from Acts chapter 5, verse 41. According to St. Bonaventure and St. Albert the Great, a truly patient man does not complain or blame the Creator, for he knows that God treats him with mercy and goodness. Neither does he blame other people, for he understands that they are only instruments in God's hands, while he is the first cause, and all kinds of worries and trials are sent upon us by his will. Furthermore, the patient man makes no adamant claims of being completely blameless and free from any sin. Instead, he judges himself deserving of punishment for numerous transgressions. Since he commended his destiny and all his affairs to God, whom he trusts completely, he believes that everything will turn to his salvation, no matter what happens, and that is why he surrenders himself totally to God's will. A man who possesses the virtue of patience endures in silence all misfortunes and pains and does not complain to others. It is enough for him that God sees his misfortunes and knows of his patience. This does not mean that he should keep secrets from his confessor and spiritual director, whose advice may be very valuable, or from a doctor when an illness of the body requires his help. We should not confide in strangers or friends simply in the hope of lessening the anguish of our soul and gaining their empathy. Avoiding such consolation is a sign of great patience. The Blessed Virgin Mary left us excellent examples of this virtue. The greater were the misfortunes that she voluntarily endured for the sake of God, the more her virtue of patience grew in perfection. Let us take a closer look at the great sorrows and cruel life experiences that Mary endured so that we may be able to imitate her 
in the virtue of patience. This next chapter focuses on the virtue of patience. This virtue allows us to endure uh, difficulties calmly. Enduring things without complaining helps us to grow in the virtue of patience. Remaining cheerful in the midst of troubles is a sign that we are growing in the virtue. Venerable Casimir here analyzes the three main levels of the virtue. On the first level, a person tries to avoid difficult situations, but accepts them when they come without sinning. Uh, one can express his pain aloud about a situation without losing the virtue of patience and without committing sin. The second level means enduring difficulties calmly and even rejoicing at the opportunity to offer the sufferings to God, accepting out of love what God has allowed to befall us in life. Now, he sometimes says that these were, trials were sent by God's will. God doesn't want us to suffer. He doesn't wish us to suffer, but sometimes he allows suffering uh, to bring about a greater good. On the third level, uh, this involves longing for suffering and carrying the cross as a kind of a victim soul to unite with Christ in his suffering for the sake of our sins and those of others, for the conversion of sinners. Uh, Christ gives the virtue of patience to us if we ask for it. The saints say that um, those who are patient don't complain or blame God for the difficulties. God is merciful to us, even when he allows us to suffer. Because uh, as I said, he allows these things to bring about a greater good, to help us to grow in holiness. We recognize our faults, and we know that we can patiently offer our sufferings in expiation for our sins and those of others. We can endure our purgatory here on earth so that when we die, we can get straight to heaven. God sees what we endure and he will bless us for it. He doesn't miss anything. So complaining to others doesn't accomplish anything, and it can even diminish our merits. We should still be honest with our confessors, as he says, and spiritual directors, because they can keep us on the right path and don't hide things from doctors either. They can help us uh, to get healthy, uh, which is important, so that we can be here for the long haul. And Mary gives us some beautiful examples of patient endurance, and Venerable Casimir will be looking more deeply at these in the next section. If you would like to receive a Venerable Servant of God, Kazmir Vyshinsky, prayer card, visit shopmercy.org. Now let's pray for his beatification and intercession. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. O God, joy of the saints, make us glad by raising to the honors of the altar your faithful servant, Casimir, and grant us the zeal to imitate him on our way to holiness. Amen. O God, merciful Father, in the heart of your servant Casimir, you aroused such a great zeal for accomplishing corporal and spiritual deeds of mercy. Deign to grant to us, through his intercession, 
the grace for which we implore you. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. It is recommended that this prayer, recited for a particular intention, be complemented by confession and Holy Communion. Please send news about any cure or other graces received from God through the intercession of Father Kazmir Vyshinsky, requests for biographies and prayers, as well as any other correspondence to the following address. Vice Postulator of the Marian Causes of Canonization, Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception, to Prospect Hill Road, Stockbridge, Massachusetts, 01262. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.